Trucking isn't a job, it's a lifestyle, and it takes determination and grit to make it out here. The road is long and the stories are crazy. Take a look inside the world of trucking with real stories from real people. This is Trucking Tales. Buckle in and listen up. It's a wild ride. Before I started trucking, I used to take care of the elderly. So I have kind of a soft spot for old folks. So one day I'm getting loaded and I'm outside taking off my airline at the shipper and an older guy in his 70s or 80s starts talking to me. He told me that he regrets spending most of his time on the road and missing out on spending time with his family. He says he only goes home about three or four times a year and he's never gotten quite used to the isolation. I was only about a year in, but I could totally relate. So we sat outside smoking a cigarette and enjoying the weather for a while, and we started talking about old western movies. One of the guys I cared for previously loved them, and I'd become a fan too. So this guy tells me he has an iPad, and he says we could put it up on his dash and watch a movie in the front of his truck. So me being green and naive, just thinking this little old man wants some company, I agree. And I got in the passenger side door. His truck was gross. There were ashes and soda cans everywhere, and I was a little freaked out. But we did start to watch the movie for a few minutes. And then he started telling me how pretty I was, and asking if he could take my picture. I told him I didn't like pictures. And at this point I was thinking, man, why did I say yes to this? A few minutes later he says, can I just get a picture of your stomach? And I'm thinking, what the hell kind of cannibal lector shit did I just get myself into? So I text my friend and tell him, please call me and tell me you need to do something for you right now. I'll explain later. So Rex calls me and says, Bonnie, I need you to look over those emails I just sent you and send them back for a driver so I can get back to him. I turned to the guy saying, oh, sorry, I have to go handle some stuff. It was nice to meet you. I flew back over to my truck and locked the doors. Luckily, he was done first and I saw him pull off. Damn me and my big old heart. Who knows what I almost got myself into. I never got into anybody else's truck after that. My daddy is my main man, and he loves the fact that I drive semi. He's so proud of me. He even tells hostesses at restaurants when I'm there on home time. She'll be like, how many? And he'll be like, six. This is my daughter. She's in town on her home time. She drives 18-wheelers. Look how little she is. And while it can make me blush, I love his enthusiasm. With my dad being a professor, I wasn't sure blue-collared work would be enough to make him proud, but he loves it. So when I was coming home for my first time in the truck, he wanted everyone to see. But Daddy, please stick to computer programming for everyone's sake. Here he is telling about how he got me into a very awkward situation. The world's best truck driver, Bonnie Moore. (laughs) So, um, speaking of best truck drivers, I was hoping you could tell uh, my story about when you got me messed up in uh, Harmony up there. Okay, all right, we'll do it that way. (laughs) Okay, so... You were going to park at a truck stop, and I said you could bring your truck up and park it at your sister's house. Uh, I wasn't aware that a lot of the streets around here were too narrow for trucks, and they actually weren't allowed on some of the streets. So (laughs) the first part of it was when you came up from your sister's after deciding not to park there. Because there was a car there that I couldn't park there, and you thought I wasn't going to have my trailer. Yeah, I I thought you weren't going to have your trailer. That's right. So anyway, you came up to the main street, 
in Harmony, PA, population 852, uh-huh. started to make the turn and got stuck. So that road normally has no traffic on it. The next thing I know, there's 20 cars backed up on one side, 20 cars backed up on the other side. The state police noticed this and came over with their lights flashing. And uh, I I explained to the officer, that's my daughter, she's a pretty new truck driver, and he laughed. And uh, I think the guy came out of the tattoo shop, moved his truck so that you could get through that uh, narrow intersection, am I right? Yeah, he had to move the truck so I could swing wider and, and get out on the road. And so you finally made it out of that problem. Mm-hmm. Was it me that told you to go up the hill? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because in a car, it's just fine. Yeah, it's a little bit different, Daddy. Yeah, I know. So you were going up the hill and got stuck again. <laughs> and... uh you were having obvious problems, and it turned out that there was another truck driver in a pickup truck who saw your predicament on the hill, and he pulled up to see if he could help. And he had a little daughter, and uh, his little little daughter said, Mommy, that's a girl driving that truck, and she's crying. <laughs> I was so scared. I know. You couldn't back up. You couldn't go forward, and you were on a hill. So anyway, the guy knew the streets that you were allowed on and which ones you could get through, and he helped you back down, and then you made it back to the highway to go back to the truck stop. And I think yeah. that brought you up. I never came back to Harmony with a trailer, <laughs> ever. <laughs> well, that was too two assumptions I made. The first assumption was that uh, all the streets were okay, and the second one was you were only bringing the tractor, not the trailer. Right. I mean, I can just go, I can be up there in just a tractor because I came home for my birthday and everything and brought just my tractor, but, yeah, that is not the place for a trailer. No. <laughs> well, thank you, Daddy. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I'll talk I, to you later. Hope I didn't embarrass you too much. Nah, I embarrass myself out here. <laughs> Love you. The funniest part of that was when that little girl, I guess she was about seven or eight years old, said, Mommy, there's a girl driving that truck. And she's she's crying. (laughs) Way to Uh, be a good role model, huh? Yeah. yeah, What do you think about your little girl driving truck? You like it? I'm still shaking my head. (laughs) All right. Okay. Love you, Daddy. Love you, too. Bye-bye. This one's from lifeasatrucker.com, and it's told by Brittany. She writes, I barely started driving. I was in maybe my second week, and I had just picked up a 44,000-pound load of bleach, and I had sent in my loaded call. I was driving down the road and feeling rather good about everything. Then two hours later, I get a message on my little magic black box. I start thinking it might be something vital, so I look for a place to pull off. I find a little road to pull off on, and I start looking for a place to pull over. Five miles later, I'm driving past fields, coming to a bridge near Marina, and now I am panicking. My GPS tells me to go down a little road, and I pull off only to be in a residential area that doesn't look like it has an outlet. My idea is to turn around and go back the way I came. So simple. A U-turn, and I'll be out, right? 
I pulled forward to start the maneuver. Now this is early March and it had been raining. And well, I, where I was trying to flip my U-turn, there was a nice green saturated ground. So you know what happened. I had almost enough room to turn most of my tractor back the way I had come. And so I put it into second gear, starting to try to pull my truck forward. Nothing. I try again and really lay on the gas. My truck is starting to groan but making no headway. So I get out to see what the issue is. My trailer tires are sunk halfway in the mud and my tractor is too weighed down for me to pull it out of the mud. Now here comes my next big, big idea, the one I think will save me from having to call assistance. I check the ground near, near where my drive tires are. Seems firm and solid. I mean my tractor hasn't sunk at all, so I lower my landing gear, pressing it firm to the earth, checking to see if it would sink. They don't and I'm like, yes, this'll work. So I hop back in my truck and lo, and lo and behold, I hear, crash. I get out and look. My landing gear had sunk into the ground and now I can't get back under my trailer. I had to call my company after a brief two hour panic attack. Roadside comes out and lifts my trailer so I can get up under it. And then they haul me out along with my heavy load. After that, I drive back the way I had come saying never again. Believe it or not, I'm not the first trucker in my family. I'm actually following in the footsteps of my older brother, Jay. Here he is on the phone telling a little bit about his time on the road. Hey, Jay, it's your favorite little sister. What are you doing? Driving from Ohio to Alabama. Well, Mommy said to call you for some crazy trucker stories. You got any for me? I got the one time when I was driving and my front steer tire came off the truck. That was fun. I'm sure it was. <laughs> The whole tire came off? Yeah, I was in training. Oh, my the God. came off the wheel. Uh, about 70 miles an hour. Almost shit my pants. <laughs> what did you do? Just took my foot off the brake and threw it in neutral. Come to a stop. The mm. tire rolled into the weeds. Oh, my gosh. What about mom was saying about you got stuck in a tunnel in New York or something? Yeah, Brooklyn, New York. I was under the bridge with the subway for about five blocks. See the low clearance sign. Slow the tr truck down to make that left. And as soon as I slowed it down, I heard crunch. So the cops came out and they go, oh, it happens a couple times a day. The sign's in the wrong place, so they had to flatten had to flatten all my tires and back me out. Oh my God! Yeah, you'd think they'd move that stupid sign. Yeah, you'd think. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> and then there was the time when uh, I was working for Covenant and. They gave me a truck from someone who got fired and they didn't inspect it. I was on a Jersey turnpike. And the guy put a piece of rope up between the drive shafts that came undone and spun and cut all my airlines and electrical lines under the truck. Oh. So I'm going like 70 miles an hour and my brake buzzer starts going off. Got no brakes, no steering. Oh, my God. 
I just stopped. Downshifted. Jeez. Then there's a time I got stuck in uh, Oregon. Someone turned the trucking route sign around, and I ended up on top of the natural forest. <laughs> uh, a foot of snow at the top, so I had to back it down the snake mountain. My co-driver was on the on the side, guiding me back it down. With all the locals laughing and asking how we got that truck up there, forty thousand pounds of spam on board. <laughs> I got oh, down the, I got down the bottom and ripped that sign off. Mm. Did you ever run into prostitutes or anything out there? Prostitutes, Dade County. I parked there for overnight one time. I had over sixteen of them knocking on my door. <laughs> Worst place. And Where I was, was in Georgia. That? that was in Dade County, Florida. She uh, kept knocking, knocking, asked me, "You want some company?" I said, "No." Said, you sure? I said, "Yeah." She kept coming back. Finally, I got tired of it. Shook up a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew and sprayed her with it. Oh my God, Jay. Well, they got to learn no means no. <laughs> right. Well, thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. Thanks for helping with the podcast. All right. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Did you know James Cameron used to be a truck driver? The unforgettable director of many classic movies like Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Aliens, and Titanic had a bit of a bumpy start. Dropping out of his English studies at university, he took up becoming a truck driver, but continued to work on scripts and taught himself about special effects. Eventually, in 1977, after being heavily inspired by Star Wars, he quit his job as a truck driver and used his well-earned cash to buy a camera with two friends, and he created a 10-minute science fiction movie. Following the success of his indie movie, he became the production assistant on many sets until he approached directing with Piranha 2 and The Terminator. His films Avatar and Titanic are now two of the highest grossing films of all time, both earning over $2 billion at the box office. Hey Robert, it's Bonnie with Trucker Tales. How are you today? Uh, pretty good. Good. So Rex told me you had some interesting stories for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other day, it was last week sometime, I was in, where was it? At Fort Worth, Texas. I was going to make a drop, and there was this truck in front of me. I was watching them and watching them and watching them. Uh-huh. And there's uh, the concrete barriers they put up on the highway, construction uh-huh. and all that. I guess he wasn't paying attention. Well, he smacked it. <laughs> he, he smacked it as his front right tire. Went up on the thing, and he drove like that for like a half mile and then came off of it. I said, oh, he's going to try to pull over. He kept going. 
That happened uh, yesterday out here in uh, Brookshire. And it was a little car smacked the center divider when the, in the construction site. Yeah. I said, man, these people just weren't paying. Don't they don't pay attention? <laughs> <laughs> they don't pay attention. And then uh, oh, man. the other day, I was going to a truck stop to shut down, and this eighteen-wheeler. He didn't have a trailer. He turned on a one-way street going the opposite way. Mm. I didn't, he didn't see one way. He cannot turn right there, and he turned on there. I'm like, man, these people. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. I just kept going, got to my truck stop on the other side of the bridge. And I said, man, these people. These people. I can't even lie. I've been these people. I've been the one people were laughing at before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's been a while since I've been on the road. I barely came back on the road. I was off the road for like two years, two and a half years. I barely came back on over the road, so. I ain't seen really much yet, but I see some. <laughs> oh, you see a lot of crazy things out there. Oh, yeah, you do. Yes, ma'am. It's a crazy I, world. Hopefully you get to listen to the podcast. All righty, sure. Well, I'll try, to, I'll try to listen to it. All right. I'll text you, the, uh, I'll text you the, the link for it so you can get it on Spotify or Google Podcasts. Okay, sure will. Thank you so much, Robert. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Later. That's it for now, guys and gals. Check me out at facebook.com slash truckertailspodcast or email me at truckertailspodcast at gmail.com. I want to hear your crazy adventures. Until next time, stay safe out there, drivers. Keep it in the paint and keep it shiny side up. Mm-hmm.